Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Welcome to the birthday special episode of Unearthing with Suyima Corbett. This is a podcast driven the mission to see you optimize time potentials and every God-given abilities on your air journey. And guess whose birthday we're celebrating today? It's my birthday! Wow! wow. Every April 9 is a very special day because April 9 actually is the 99th day of a regular year and the 100th day of a leap year. So you figure out the significance yourself but i actually love that date because it is the day i get to reflect on god's faithfulness in my life and especially this past year because of the covid 19 pandemic i remember this time last year we were in lockdown and i got to celebrate also but in the lockdown but this year we see so much possibilities the circulation of the vaccines and the opening of the international market and transport lines it's, it's so much possibilities to be grateful about especially this past one year i've really learned a lot i've grown as a person i've come to a deeper level of maturity in my work with God and with people and it's a theme of joy for me. I really want to celebrate this year but I really want to celebrate someone very special to me. This individual stewarded this seed of greatness in me. He's the one who spotted me when I was still one I can call hopeless. I was I actually had an experience growing up and I lost a lot of hope but Pastor David NUK taught me life literally he gave me hope he he shared the path of greatness with me he didn't just share that path with me he brought me into his path of greatness at a point he opened up so much to me that i can perfectly represent him but beyond that he let me become who god created me to be he didn't want me to be like an other version of himself so he had to let me go and learn better so i'm honored to have my dear father on this episode because david is going to be teaching us on optimizing cycles i cannot think of any man on earth who has a heart as large as pastor david and i'm not exaggerating he taught me how to love and value people and he's a man who lived this as his daily lifestyle so i want you to really be authentic as it shares those life principles which has practiced over the course of several decades and you're definitely going to top up your relational game and i know you it will lead you to become the best god created you to be but make sure you wish me a happy birthday i'm open to receive messages especially emails i'm very much open to receive your gifts <laughs> thank you so much all right now to the podcast it's my pleasure to host my dear father my spiritual father my mentor my foster father just about anything good you can think of this individual stewarded this gift you find today is the one who taught me who mentored me who sponsored me like i i, I just can't exhaust the words to use to describe the level of magnanimity he showed to me i'm just so grateful so make welcome my dear father pastor david and Wow. <laughs> thank you very much Welcome, for having Daddy. me here. Welcome, Daddy. Thank you, thank you. And um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Our precious audience, 
all over the world, from wherever you are listening. Um, it's my pleasure to be having this conversation with you and um, thank you for tuning in. We will just go straight to the discussion because it's my birthday. I hope to keep this short and uh, thank you so much, sir. Thank you. That's the first thing. Thank you for doing me the honor to, to spend this special birthday edition with you. Thank you for the time. Thank you for the privilege. I'm actually grateful. I thought it wise to bring you on this episode because it's one I consider very dear. This month we are discussing on circles and we believe that humans are the most valuable gifts God has given to man. The greatest gift of humanity is the gift of humanity. So we believe that beyond the resources we find around us, the people will find daily are those who God has said to bless us. There's one who I know value people so dearly and uh, without flattery, I know, sir, you're that person. You're that person that value people so dearly. I, I really want us to draw from your well of wisdom on how to manage our circles, how to optimize relationships. Uh, I'm going to let you speak because this is something you taught me and I'm a product of these principles you shared. So I, I want to ask, what do you see when you see people? What comes to your mind? Like you're seeing a prospect in terms of relationship, in terms of partners, in terms of mentees. You just see people, what comes to your mind, sir? Yeah, a lot really comes to my mind. Um, first and foremost, um, I see beyond the person. I take into cognizance the fact that God created every human being in his own image. And that's, wow. that's, that's huge, that's huge. Wow. You know, if you, the, the fact is that we cannot, um, we cannot, we cannot fathom the depth of God's wisdom. We can't, we cannot know all that there is in God. But the fact that God created man in his own image speaks a lot. So I see potentials in people. I see possibilities. I see opportunities, you know. Um, everyone is designed to be a blessing. Wow. Everyone is designed wow. to be a blessing. Wow. So, so wow. even if that person has not come to terms with that, I see possibilities. Hi. <laughs> I see increase. I see multiplication. I see that the fact that we are coming together, that several possibilities can happen. Wow. <laughs> and so I believe in people. Wow. I believe in people. I believe that meeting someone can change, can cause a shift, wow. can give birth to you know, someone's ideas can meet with my wisdom and something great will be better. Wow. better. So, I mean, people are our opportunity to rise. They are our opportunity to express the gift of God in us. And I mean, there's just so much I can say about people. So basically, I believe in people. Sorry, listeners, I didn't warn you. This is a dynamite of wisdom. Like you said, people are designed by default to be a blessing wow that's so so deep and that's so true wow i just have to sit on that one and get to listening over again i will have to go through this podcast myself but sir i also ask i know people will be asking this what about those who look like they are a curse Sorry to use that expression, but that people who, in terms of their physical appearance, in terms of their expressions, they don't look like people who will bless you. Like, you know, most of them, we 
talk about networking, we are always tilted towards meeting people who will feel we contribute to our destinies. Mm-hmm. And there are people who, obviously, you know, this one will not contribute. Rather, this person will be a sabotage to my destiny. So, how do you relate with such persons? Okay, um, for me, like I hinted in the first um, segment, uh, I see possibilities. I see possibilities. So it's even possible that that person has not come to terms or come to realize the potential that he carries. Mm. That person has not come to realize that, mm. that, that he carries a lot. Mm. So it, it's, it becomes my responsibility to come down to his level if that wow. is necessary, <laughs> okay? And, and by virtue of the, the quality of relationship I'm going to have with that person, I will have the opportunity to actually seed certain things into that person. I will have the opportunity wow. to, to, to impact that person with what will make every oh potential God. that he carries to come alive. So, so, like I said, everybody has something. Just that some people have not realized what they carry, so it affects their self-esteem. Okay? But, you see, I've done life with mm. people like that, who it appears like they don't have anything. Mm. But I, I see... Even when I may not be able to pinpoint what it is, I know that there is something about this person because God will not create you empty. He must. He has deposited something. And thank God for the title of your broadcast on earth. So it means that there's something in that person that by the time I begin to relate, I'll be able to, you know, begin to design, oh, this is it. And then we begin to groom that person in that light. And before long, that person who appeared to be like a non-entity before long, that person can come to the level of even becoming an associate. And that is what mentorship uh, is all about. <laughs> that is what mentorship is all about. This is a drop mic. This is a drop mic. Like, I'm, I just want to drop the mic on this. Wow. 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 <laughs> Good. Like, I'm, I'm really so emotional recording this right now. I, I know you got listened after the recording, but... The truth is that I, I, I don't exaggerate when I say Pastor David is a dynamite of wisdom. Like, his ideas are out of this world. Just imagine, he said, he gets to spot what God created and what God has imputed in every individual, even when they have not seen it and even when he doesn't even know about it. That means that he doesn't just spot it, but he said something that is very key that we're going to discuss further. He said he finds a way to seed the greatness. Seed the greatness. Yeah. Seed the greatness. That, 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 that's a thing to note. Seed the greatness. Yeah. A lot of people want to see what they did not see. Mm. A lot of people are looking out there like we are, like we are taught in uh, business seminars, like, okay, I'll find good people and all that. Yeah. But... This is a mind shift for us. It gets to seed the greatness. So what, what do you mean by seeding greatness? How do you serve this relationship? Because why I'm asking this question, because one of your books, in uh, that's uh, Wisdom for Parenting, your thing. Yes. You made mention of traveling until, I know you were quoting a scripture, but there's a light you shared that you have to travel until the fullness of God, until the fullness of that potential is formed in that person. Yeah. I know that was in the context of a child, a parent-child, a mentor, protege but how do you travel over people how do you see over people sit in people to see the greatness in them how do you see this all right um, for me the basic tool is the word of god um, because uh, the word of god is creative the word of god it's um, gives you a picture of what 
the, the quality of life that God has called you and he has created you to live. Okay, so um, what I basically will do with people is to help them, you know, appreciate the word of God, help them open them up to the word of God so that um, as they begin to hear from God, you see, every word God speaks is not just an information, but it's actually hey. life. <laughs> it's life. Uh, every word that God speaks. Uh, so when you begin to hear from God, I mean, you have no option but to begin to, uh, greatness will just begin to emanate. All right. So that, that is it. The word of God is actually the seed. And so when you give, when you expose people to what God says about them, the word of God, like I said, is prophetic as they hear mm. something is deposited in, mm. into their spirit. Wow. I mean, you just see that that person begins to rise from that level that he, that you met him, you know, to a level that he becomes a wonder. The Bible says concerning Jesus, he called 12 people to be with him. And he says, after being with him, that he might send them. Now, just being in his presence and listening to his words, they became people that turned the world upside down. Mm. Greatness mm. was seeded into them. Mm. You know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't beat about the bush, but to say that the word of God is the seed for greatness. And when you receive that word in the right way that you should, greatness will happen to you. And so you want to talk about science, every aspect of life, the word of God is the seed. Daddy, you're just, sorry to use the word daddy. I know this is a public podcast. Uh, most people may not, may not be able to relate with it. Yeah, I, we, we actually have a slang for ourselves, but we're trying to be very, we're trying to be very, very, Cultures because we are we are public, yeah. but the truth is that we can be cultures enough because you're messing me up. Honestly, <laughs> the wisdom you share is so deep, and this is actually how we, we spend our time together. Just shares a lot of of wisdom and all that for listeners because I'm already being greatly helped by these things you're sharing. But I'm also thinking about those who are out there listening to this podcast at different points in time too. The the thing about um, investing in people yeah. is that most times people will misinterpret your intentions okay. and also in life there is this rush like we don't really have time with uh, it, there, there's this seemingly limitation of time okay. so how long can you spend with people that you would need to steward their gifts you need to see the greatness you need to spend time in the world like when you are in a journey yourself for, to fulfill purpose how do you balance your time management and uh, people who you just need to spend time with them to see word to see the word of god in them to see in the word of god you also need to send them your own thoughts concerning them so let me get the question clearly the, the, the question is like how do you manage the time you, you want to make full use of time okay, yourself okay. Like, because you need to spend time with yourself with okay. your family okay. with uh, your work and all that and this guy you're spending so much time with him and things are like okay possibly your friend and all that how, okay. how, okay. how do you manage that okay for me um it's it's it's, it's a journey wow. you know for me it's a journey um i do life with people i do life with people and um for everyone that has have, have that opportunity to relate with me, you see that um, there is no special moment that I call a time for mentorship. Hmm. There's no special moment, you know. It, uh, it, and, it, and that means you don't also have 
an extent to which you say, okay, at this point, if this guy doesn't do well, they are, for, for, as, for as long as that person is still connected, mm. you see, there's something about people can hang around you and they are not connected. Wow. But for as long as that person is connected, all right, uh, it means I'm not going to be expending too much energy. At the initial point, I will have to go after people. Mm. But at some point, that person has to take up the responsibility to stay connected. For as long as you stay connected, I will be patient till I see the desired results. Even if it takes 10 Even years. if it takes a lifetime. Wow. <laughs> because God is still patient with us. Wow. And His patience is everlasting till Christ will come with the sinners. So, so why do you believe so much in people that they can change their, their why? why? I know you said that before, but let me yeah. just, what, what, is it like an experience that you had, like I like say, in our faith we say encounter? Is it like an encounter you, you have? Why, why do believe you believe so much in people? In people. I believe that people can change. I believe that um, it may take time. It may take time. You see, there's something about, like we said, um, there's something about the seed. I, I tell people most times that, see, I may not trust you as a person, but I can trust the seed that goes into you. Wow. And so whatever you are seeing right now is a product of something mm. that probably happened in the past. Jeez. So if this person has wow. been in an abusive relationship for 20 years, and I'm just getting to meet you now. And this can also be their environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that person has been in an abusive relationship, if that person has been a victim of, you know, circumstance, circumstance and all of, that, you know, for like 20, Nigeria. 30 years, why shouldn't I be patient with that person for another 30 years? <laughs> mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So I believe that all of that can be reversed by the power of God's word. Now, when I boast about this, it simply shows that I'm boasting about the potency of God's word. There's nothing that God's word cannot change. There's nothing that God's word cannot change. So, so when I say I believe in people, I believe in the material that God has given us to cause changes in the lives of people, and that is his word. And so with that, I mean, I, I, I can expect that the worst of them all can be the best. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I will go and share my own personal experience with you. But, but I, I want to ask this question first before, okay. I, before I do that. Maybe when, when the time is right for that, I'll All right. probably share it in this episode. But you said something about you may not trust the person, yeah. but you trust the material you're using to, so you're depositing yeah. in that person. Yeah. So, so how do you manage your, your circle of influence as those around your space? How do you manage people around you? That's, uh, I mean, your associate, your mentors. How do you choose? Do you, are you very, very picky in choosing people? Okay. Yes. Are, I, you, are you picky? Like, I want to see this thing. Because, uh, like, the issue of trust is what we are going to discuss in this podcast. Okay. But, but how do you go about that? Okay. Um, no special formula. <laughs> I believe in people. And that is key for me. And um, for me, connection is one critical thing I look out for. Once I'm able to connect or an individual is able to connect with me, I know that that relationship is going to yield so much value to that person. Mm. You see, I must look out for that person first mm. before I talk about my own gain. Wow. And, you know, I must look so, out so, for so that so person. So it's towards the person first. Yes. So we, we don't and have to look at ourselves first. No. It's about what that person will get from Gets. it. Wow. Yes, yes. Wow. And, and, and that is how God expects us to live. Remember I said we were designed to bless. Mm. We were designed to be a blessing. Mm. All right. So you have to look out for 
um, how that person can benefit from that relationship and connection for me is key mm. if you hang around me for a certain given uh, a given period of time um, something is going to happen it's either that connection will happen or you will lose interest mm. <laughs> because i'll keep emitting the essence that i carry wow so darkness cannot so you hang do around you without, light without i just any restriction. i just live life do you without any, <laughs> any reservation i just live life and that's the best way i can impact people wow so there's no hypocrisy there's no you know so if you are going to be blessed by my life by my ministry and by what i carry then there must be that connection there must be that connection and once that connection is there i don't have any other thing that i filter we just take it up from there because i believe in the power of the seed hmm. well let's let just let's just, let just drop it at there hmm. as long as that connection is there it believes in the power of the seed so what you're saying is that you don't trust people to empower them but you empower people to trust them now look at jesus jesus was to do life and he needed to bring 12 people together mm. including judas the one that betrayed him Imagine. and the purpose for that is because his assignment has to be continued mm. you can imagine a mission of that magnitude and jesus is saying hey i'm bringing these 12 people so that i can seed in them and they i can entrust by so mission you trust them first you trust them first Oh, you trust them first. I, I thought you have to choose trusted men, <laughs> but but this, this is this is actually a paradigm shift. Yeah. Because now you're coming from a perspective which I call a heart of the world perspective. That's yeah. a kingdom perspective, actually. Yeah. So so we don't look out for the trusted ones, yeah. but we trust them and yeah. empower them and empower them and believing that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, to be honest, like people would say. Sorry to say this, like mm. use this as a joke, that mm. if you want to live like Jesus, then you will already be crucified. Mm. So, um, do you think this is feasible in our time, in our generation? Do you think it's something that is productive based on how we, we really need to catch up with goals and timings and projects and deadlines? Like, how do we get all this done? How do we get the work done? Okay, with still dealing on the issue of trust, right? Yes, with this. Okay, trust. Let, let, let me say this. You know, we can't do life without trust. And that's the truth. Drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, each time you bought a cab, you're actually trusting someone. Oh my God. Each time you go to my the God. restaurant, you are trusting someone. Each time you desire expansion, you cannot achieve it without trust. Hmm. And that is the truth. And so you see, um, people are looking for ready-made hey. and the truth is that you can even guarantee to an extent when you are part of the process whoa whoa when you are part of the process so the, you're whoa. part of the process of putting those values into that person so, so just hold on please 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 <laughs> wherever you're listening right now right be part of the process just note it down tweet it uh, put it on instagram make sure you, you use the hashtag hashtag on everything podcast hashtag happy better save <laughs> but the, the message is be part of the process yeah be part of the process you know if i share with you my own ideology of church like i would even be for me as a pastor i would prefer to have a member who has who has been part of the process, the teachings and all that, you know, mature into pastorate, into leadership, 
and I mean, we'll be able to do a whole lot than someone who has been made somewhere and then he comes and then I have this expectation and assumption. So the point is this, you have to believe in the people that work with you, that you, that you have the opportunity to come in contact with and believe that as you have the opportunity to pour into them, that in no distant time, in no distant time, you know, you would be able to do a lot with them. So the issue of trust cannot be ruled out, like so, I said. So, so I want to ask, how does this apply? Because I know you're mm. also the your major audience you have is um, pastor, member, relationship, and mental protege. Like I've always known you as a leader. Mm. I've always known you as a father, as a pastor. But how does this apply to mutual relationship, relationships that are on equal levels, like my friend and all that? How do you trust people in that level? Because, you know, to an extent, like on that platform, there's no other premise of respect than respect we have generally for people but this is a relationship that is among pairs so how do you trust them how do you seed greatness in them how does this apply in this context all right um respectfully speaking you have to understand that these are your friends mm. right yeah. and somehow you are at the same level yes. in life and all that okay um, it might be a little bit um, it might be a little bit tough here but um, you still cannot rule out that aspect of trust like I rightly said okay so um, for such for such people um, there are different ways you can approach that let me give you an example if I have a friend mm. All right, if I have a friend, yeah. I can decide to hang out with my friend. Mm. Where do I take my friend to? Mm. I may not have the authority mm. to impact what I want, mm. all right, but I can leverage on an existing, an existing platform. platform. I, can, <laughs> I can leverage on an existing platform to wow. get him to also key into what I want Your him to. Your perspective. My perspective. That, right. mean, that means it's necessary that our circle feed from the same source will feed. It's important. It's important, especially when you believe in what you have and you want that person to come into that light. It's very important. Like I would say, if I have a child I want to influence and I don't even have the time, for instance, I'm going to apply it to this. You know, I could give that child some books that will communicate better than I would ever communicate to that child with some reward attached to it. And I'm a testimony to that. Yeah, with some reward. And, you know, before long, you would see that that child has been influenced in the right direction. So there's a way you can network this thing. You can network your friends into such platforms and opportunities. Whoa. Yeah. And, and the truth is that, like, like you said, I'm, I'm also sharing this, yep. is that th these things won't happen in a, an instant. Yeah, yeah. The, the change may take time, may take time but yeah. the but transformation it's sure. is sure. And it's, you just look, all of a sudden, like, you just see that, ah, this person has been this way, and you realize that this is actually why you came on earth. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You, Like you said, you are designed to be a blessing, so always look out for how you'll be a plus yeah. to others. Still on this issue of trust, because I'm tempted to make this my thing. Like, uh, this is becoming so emotional, actually. Mm -hmm. So I'm be disciplined to get it out and let the whole world be blessed by it, not just myself. So I want to ask this uh, question on trust, because mm -hmm. I've had this experience okay. and several times, and it's, it's something that is not really, really, really nice. Like, it's something that can put you off, like, make you kill your belief in people, kill your, your trust in people, 
I want to ask you this question because I know you've had this experience so, so far in life and mm. considering the height you've gotten to and me being with you for a while, I know you've had this experience ever. So how do you deal with issues of past thoughts? How do you do with, deal with heartbreaks when people you've trusted so much and they, mm. they, they disappoint you, they mm. don't just disappoint you like Judas, you cited, they betray you mm. and they, they put up a front before you that is just so hypocritical like how do you deal with the bad energy like we call them in my generation, like, how do you deal with negative energy? Alright, um, for me, um, the way I see people, the way I see people matter, you know, at some point I may feel hot. But when I begin to ponder, I begin to realize that this person might just be, I'm sorry to say, you might be looking at yourself like the victim. Mm. But in the true sense, that person is a victim. That person is the victim. All right. So at that point, when I have that understanding, I switch to compassion. Now, who is this person? Where is he coming from? Jesus. Before somebody will even think of stealing from someone because I've had an experience like someone, I, I, I know, you know, I, I know, I know several of them. ran away with my car, car and, and several other things. And all that. It got to a point, I was looking out for that same person to bless him. Mm. <laughs> Do you understand? I yeah. felt bad at the initial point. But, you know, you must always know that it's beyond you. It's beyond you. Now, that person might be a product of a failed system might be a product of a failed parenting who were his teachers if he had the opportunities that you have to be where you are maybe he would even be better hmm. and so when i put all of this into perspective i i i the only thing that that comes out is is compassion empathy and can i tell you this i may shock you now okay i don't get disappointed in people hmm. <laughs> I don't. I don't get to that point where I say I am disappointed. You see, when I, if I get to that point, one, it's an indictment even on me because I had the opportunity. Sure. I had the opportunity to change the narrative. Uh. What did I do? <laughs> if what I did was not enough, it simply means I needed a higher wisdom. <laughs> In patience. And you get what I'm saying? So don't forget what I said that I believe in the seed. I believe in the material. I believe in the power of God to change people. All right. So, so before you get disappointed in anyone, ask yourself, how much have I done? Mm. And it might, just, it might not just be about how much have you spoken. Mm. It might just be how much have you grown in the place of prayer? Uh, Pastor. <laughs> how much have you labored in love wow. <laughs> for this person? So that means we need to keep laboring for people. We need to keep seeding that greatness that has been created and designed by God in them. We need to stay patient. We need to, we just need to love people. But the question is, for me, that has not grown to your own level, like, and all that, because, my God, there's a lot of, a lot of brokenness, a lot of uh, discipline, a lot of growth, a lot of, of, death in the flesh like we, we say in, in in our faiths we say you have to die in the flesh so how do i grow to become a more loving person how do i grow like from 
a child, a young person, like in terms of maturity, I, I might not have come to this point and a lot of others who have not come to this point. PD's signature advice, what's Pastor David's signature counsel to you? It's what you had for God and for people. That's what you always tell me, what you had for God. Even when you're in that point of giving up on people, you're in that point of, this person is hurting me so much and all that, you say, what you had for God and for people. How do I watch my for people? How do I grow in love? Like, practical tips, how do I get there? Well, uh, my response most times might not actually be a formula kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> you know, so the thing is this, um, transformation is the word, mm. transformation. Um, it's about allowing the nature of God to grow in you. Mm. And like I always counsel people, you see, I may not have the right words that will change your life, mm. but I can lead you to the right word. I can lead you to the person of the Holy Spirit. I can, I can help you develop fellowship with him. But it begins with me as a person. All right. If my fellowship life is what it should be, then my life will be transformed Hmm. What did the Bible say God is? God is not. He didn't even say God is holiness. <laughs> hmm. He said God is love. Hmm. Why? Because love is foundational. Love is fundamental. When love is in place, every other thing will be in place. Even in your own life, hmm. in your workplace, in your business. If, if your associates, your colleagues, if they can see genuine love, they will respond to it. And so love is the most potent, is the, is the most powerful tool on earth that can change, that can transform. So it's about you as a person being transformed. Like you are not doing this thing like a formula thing, like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's my recipe to get people to, you know, you have actually come to that place of transformation where you allow the word of God to transform you. You are renewed by the word of God, that your perspective every day is changing. You know, I have a very radical perspective about people. I believe in redemption. I believe that nothing is beyond the reach of redemption. Okay, nothing spoiled. Yes. So, so no, even if you think, oh, this has gone beyond, I tell you, no, it's possible. It's possible because of the shed blood, because of the power of God's word, because of the Holy Spirit. You can imagine getting an arm uh, born again by just sharing the gospel in its simplicity. Wow. And getting that person filled with the Holy Ghost. You don't need to take God from his hand. Mm. You just need to put, you just need to bring him into fellowship with God. Mm. And before you know it, everything will begin to change. Wow. So, so it's about you as a person. Mm. You know, it's about that transformation that must take place in your life. Okay, so, um, and that happens in the place of fellowship. Wow. And so you just continue to have that fellowship with God, continue to, um, to, to, to imbibe his perspective, you know, as you study God's word, something changes in you. Wow. <laughs> you know, the way you see people changes, you know, everything just keeps changing. Wow. If, you wow. know, if you continue to have fellowship with him, a time will come, you will just begin to see people with the eyes of God. You see the whole world with the eyes of God. You see people, you know, wow. and it's all compassion, love, and empathy towards people. Yeah, wow, 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 wow. Thank you so much, Sal. I, I just have to stop here because of time. If not, I will just say, okay, let's start praying. But this is a podcast and, and uh, we'll, we'll pray one of these days. We'll talk about prayer because it's unearthing. We believe in the weapon of our warfare, which is not canal. As much as we leverage on the tools of 
of every field given and revealed by God. We believe that is the wisdom of God, but we also understand the place of special revelation, which is the person of Jesus Christ. And this is my emphasis that Jesus Christ is the only way to greatness and life. But I'm going to end this podcast because of time. And uh, I'm going to tell my man of God to give his last word. But I'm going to stress this from the last point. He, he said something about it, about transformation. I remember someone telling me that there are two perspectives to life. It's either you use the mirror perspective or use the magnifying glass perspective. Magnifying glass perspective amplifies your circumstances, amplifies people, but the mirror perspective mm. brings the point down to you where you know that actually the happenstances or the happenings around you is actually a function of who you really are. So when you find, like you said, when you find that people are not responding lovingly to you, it's because your love level is still low. So you need to increase in love. And the truth is for you to be successful and impactful in life, you have to use the mirror, not the magnifying glass. Because magnifying glass, you can't see. You can't even go through life magnifying glass. If not, you will be scared of things that you're definitely going to fall. But if you use the mirror, you can see yourself and you know that, okay, this is where you are and you will grow and you may be able to make adjustments. So I'm going to tell my dear father and uh, foster father actually, because like I said, I was going to share the story. I actually left my mom's house when I was 18. I told myself I'm not going to stay in my mom's house again. I just took it as a decision that I was going to stay in my mom when I clocked it in. So when I turned 18, I was already in his house when I turned 18. So my 18th bed was in his house and this is years after and I'm celebrating my birthday again. So I actually stayed with him and he took care of me, took the bills and everything. And I'm really grateful, sir. I'm really grateful. And so, uh, that's that's a, a lot of emotion to say that and I, I'm going to stop there because I'm being tempted to share a lot because there's so much I can tell you about Pastor David about this great man of God Pastor David in UK it is so dear in my heart is is the one who seeded his life for me he didn't just seed greatness but he literally opened up his life that I will partake with his life and he said something once that really caught me he didn't say to my presence he told my friend and that was a shocker to me he told my friend that with the level of investment I've made in Soibi, I can quit what I'm doing and let Soibi take over. I was like, what? Like, that level of trust, that level of trust, that level of trust, like, Pastor David will tell me years before I could realize that there's something about Soibi. He will tell me, guy, you're a great guy. You tell me you're a teacher. I didn't know what is called teacher. Like, uh, I, I didn't know that's a, that's a ministry gift as a teacher. Like he told me that, and I believed in it. He said, So, if you're going to do great in this way, like everything, Pastor David literally trusted me beyond the capacity I would ever think of myself. He trusted me beyond failure. So, so his trust implicated me for greatness. So, anything I'm doing today is because someone trusted me so much. The second person that did trust me this much it was my mom. But Pastor David trusted me so much that. I knew that failure wasn't an option. I had to sit up, I had to read, I had to study, I had to pray, I had to just show up wherever it's necessary because the words that spoke to me then, you're a great guy, you have to, he believed so much, like it was so indictful that I had no option than to, to just brave it to become successful and to be better and by grace of god i'm here today and i'm getting better because it's a new dawn for me amen yes and all that so just to not let too much emotions come out on this podcast because i'm going to i'm a very emotional person i'm going to end this podcast like after now it's going to be (laughs) 
I'm just confessing. So, but I, I want you to give your parting words, like your just a final word. What, yeah. What, what you have to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in a few seconds, let me say this: that um, I believe in people. I believe in doing life with people. Um, it takes a community to be successful in life. It takes a community, and I want to encourage you out there: don't um, don't live in solitary. <laughs> the Bible says. Even God said it's not good for man to be alone. Okay, so don't live in solitude. Sorry, you didn't listen to my last episode. This was what I stressed. Oh. You can find the wisdom. <laughs> this is where this is the source. <laughs> so, so everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. You need someone up there. You need someone at your level. You need someone, you know, um, I don't even know if to use the word down there. <laughs> mm. You know, society has structured it in a way that um, if we are not careful, we begin to adopt a lot of things that are not scriptural, you know. But before God, we are one. You mm. know, Paul mentioned this when he, he, he used uh, the body as an analogy to talk about the church, you know. And he said, the foot cannot say to the hand, I don't have need of you. It's impossible. It is impossible, you know. If the, if the mouth says to the hand, I don't have need of you, then the mouth has to starve. <laughs> mm. Mm. So everybody's important in this equation. And then let's embrace community. It takes community to be successful. And learn to trust. And as you trust, learn to seed into people. And you will just have a beautiful wow, outcome. Wow, wow, my God, my God, my God, my God. We are going to cut it off here so you can digest, listen to this podcast again we're going to find a way to get this word out to everybody because this is something that each generation needs because we find a world that we look connected but yes we are all in in, in solitude because you find on facebook you have five thousand friends you have a, a million followers on instagram but yes you don't have any close person in your circle but the the, the objective of this month's uh, season is that people will understand the value of people and get to value people so just help us make sure you share this make sure you come to our Instagram page and our Facebook page and comment make sure you get this word out there at on earthing underscore podcast make sure you you invite friends to listen believe me with this truth the world will be better people won't be envious of others people won't be unproductive because the least of us will be as strong as the creators of us thank you for listening to today's episode you can check our previous episodes on google Podcasts and spotify or other podcast hosts or you can also check the website anchor.fm forward slash unearthing Make sure you share this episode and give us a feedback because we really love your feedback. Be the best God created you to be.